Hi guys, welcome back to Inspire. So in this week's episode, I have my very first guest, Melissa Hartshorn, on the show. She is a mindset and manifestation coach. And in this episode, we talk about the importance of having a solid mindset and how you can start building and creating a solid mindset from today. We also talk about what manifestation is and how we can implement it in our day-to-day life, as well as her experience with it. And then we also go into tips and advice to growing a community on social media. So I hope you guys really like this episode. And if you do, please leave a review. And without further ado, let's get into it. Hi, guys. Welcome back to the show. So today I have a very special guest, Melissa, here. Melissa, did you want to tell everyone a bit about yourself? Yes, thank you so much for having me on the show. I'm very um, honoured. And I am, so my name is Melissa Hartshorn. I am a mindset and manifestation coach. So I didn't start out doing that. I actually had my son um, in 2018 and I actually didn't want to go back to work after uh, being on maternity leave. So I ended up starting to because I've got a, a an extensive background in administration and you know all that and social media as well so I actually ended up doing um, that from home and the social media side sort of started off quite quite well and I soon realized that uh, business you were starting up business was a lot to do with mindset and having the right mindset you know you can literally do anything so I started to delve more and more into that and manifestation as well and hence why I've now evolved into that because I believe it's like the foundation to um, business and success so it's basically what I'm I'm passionate about and I'm now I'm I'm seven, eight months pregnant. I'm trying to work it out. I'm very close to having my second baby. So yeah, I'm just working on setting up my my first course with my mindset uh, and manifestation and setting that up sort of before baby comes. It's a bit bit crazy uh, of me to do. But That's I'm, so exciting. I'm, yeah, it's really exciting. And I don't know, I get this internal drive. I've heard about it from other people as well. Internal drive when I'm pregnant and, you know, you've got babies at home. So you really just want to set up and, um, you know, work on setting up a life for you and your family anyway. So, yeah, that's a little bit about me. How was the transition from working like a nine to five job to now working for yourself? Well, when you go into it, you, you, you're a little bit naive. You think, oh, you know, everyone does this virtual assistant sort of social media thing. And it's so much more than you would ever, ever think or expect. But I guess that is, you know, the, the beauty of having a business. You sort of learn as you go. Um, yeah, it's definitely a lot harder than, than what you sort of start out thinking it, it is. And with a baby and a toddler, it's even harder. So, <laughs> and you've got to be self-motivated as well, like working from home, being in your own mess and, you know, being at home, you sort of can get distracted quite easily. So you've really got to put boundaries in and really be strict on yourself with, um, you know, you know, doing the work basically. Did you have any doubts like whether that was the right decision to make or how did you know that that was a decision that was right for you? 
Well, I knew for many years I worked and it's funny the way the universe works. I believe I've had really crappy bosses, um, you know, my whole life, but I've been really dedicated and hard worker with every job that I've actually been in, but I've always had in the back of my mind, Oh my God, like these people don't even know how to, you know, look after their staff or, you know, they just don't treat their staff with respect and, and that sort of thing. Like that is the the key to any business is treating your staff with, with respect because they're actually basically building your business. And so that's always been the back of my mind, in the back of my mind. And it wasn't until I had a baby that it forced me to, to do that. So I'm, I'm sort of glad like having a baby actually forced me to do that and take that risk. Um, but yeah, what I missed that question. I don't know if I answered it or not. <laughs> Oh, no, that's fine. You did, you did. <laughs> Perfect. I can go on a tangent, so please stop me if that's the, what I do. <laughs> yeah, that's, so, that's good. Um, you mm. mentioned on one of your Instagram posts that you started your spiritual journey when you found yoga. How, mm. how did yoga impact you? I just remember being in, going to one class, and I think it all depends on your, um, on your teacher as well. I think if you don't resonate or... or you know, like your teacher, because a lot of people, if you don't like the voice of, of a teacher or if someone annoys you, and you're, you're not going to get in that zone. Um, so I really had a great experience with one of the um, classes that I used to go to. And it was just like the feeling was indescribable. And, and when you get to that point of like having that mind, body and soul sort of connection and just feeling that inner goodness, like you don't, you don't want to go back sort of thing. So yeah, it's always then trying to find, you know, different maybe modalities, but different ways to actually get you um, more connected with your inner world. And that's, yeah, that's where it all started back then. And that's why I actually studied uh, yoga teacher training because I really loved it that much. Oh, wow. And yeah. So I'm, I'm a yoga teacher. I studied nutrition um, as well. And I've done a little bit of personal training, but I did teach yoga for a little while, but then I had my son and I needed to sort of do something where he could be there too, um, which I could have him, but definitely not now. He's a, he's a toddler. So <laughs> keep him locked inside. <laughs> do you still make sure to include yoga in your everyday routine or a weekly kind of basis? Yeah, normally I would, but at the moment I'm not doing much movement <laughs> with um, this pregnancy, you know, the bigger you get, it's a lot harder, but I definitely still, you know, do some movements. I don't do full routines or anything, but I 100% believe in yoga. And when I can get back into a class, I'm definitely going to do that because it's just that whole nother experience. You can do it at home. You can do it on with YouTube and stuff like that, but it's just not the same as being in a class and just completely zoning out and having yeah, a Yeah, completely. Yeah, love it. <laughs> um, you commonly talk about the importance of having a solid mindset. What do you mean by having a solid mindset? Yeah, I mean, it, mindset is everything and that's why I teach it because working on your mindset every single day is crucial for basically set, setting up the foundations to success. And, you know, I try and be vulnerable and share all aspects of my life on, you know, social media to show that it's not all rainbows and, and lollipops and stuff like that. Like I have days where I doubt myself and days where I just feel crap and, you know, 
question my existence or question what I'm actually doing and, and that sort of thing. So having a rock solid mindset or, or a solid mindset isn't about being positive and happy all the time, but it's about setting up um, the right foundations and the right strategies to help you get through any adversity that life throws you because life's going to happen. And a lot of the time, if people have like quite a fragile, fragile mindset or, you know, the first obstacle that comes, they completely crumble into a ball. You know, you've really got to be strong enough to get through these adversities because they're going to happen. They're inevitable, basically. So that's in a roundabout way what I mean by having a solid mindset is helping you overcome things quicker. What techniques could you give our listeners that they can implement today to have a solid mindset or to start working on building a solid mindset? Yeah, I mean, definitely there's so many different things. And what I say is try and find a mind, like a routine that works for you because everyone's different. I might say, go do meditation and this and this and this, but if it doesn't resonate with you, if you don't like sitting there and, you know, doing whatever, then it's, you're not going to stick to it. And so you've got to figure out what works for you. And that's what my journey has been is working out what, what works for me and what I love and what I'm getting the most benefit for from. And with meditation i always recommend meditation but there's so many different ways you can do that you know doing it on your own doing it through guided um, because it actually helps you to calm your monkey mind and it helps you to clear space in your mind so that you can start actually you know trusting your own intuition or you know getting guided in other ways so i highly recommend meditation for everyone and the people that don't like to do it or can't sit there and do it i recommend that even more because you need it you know Um, but everyone has to go on their own path so that um, and probably journaling writing things down is is a huge um, you know there's a power in in actually journaling and writing things down writing down your goals Um, you know you could you could you know use journal prompts or you can just brain dump because a lot of the times we have so many things going on in our minds that we just, we become overwhelmed and I get like it some days and I'm like, okay, I'm just going to meditate for one because that also helps, but journal and brain dump everything out in your brain and maybe even work out what you actually have control over and what you don't have control over because then you can start eliminating the things that you can't control. So it clears a little bit of space and anxiety from your mind as well. Yeah, I've started recently doing it and it's like yeah. journaling and meditation, but yeah. I'm using guided meditation and it's helped me so much, like just with feeling anxious and everything. It's so yes. good. Yeah. And, and there's so many that you can look up for all different things on YouTube. You can get apps, you know, there's probably podcasts, um, you know, and certain people that actually do it. I love Joe Dispenza's stuff, but he's very spiritual and very scientifically, you know, out there woo woo (laughs) so start off with an easy five minute that's that's all you need to do is five minutes a day and then start building your way up i say don't go big so quick start off with baby steps two things in the morning getting up five minutes earlier and then work your way up because it's all in the consistency of of doing your daily routine not just here and there because that's what I used to do. And you just, you won't get benefits. You'll get there a lot quicker if you, you're starting to do it at least five to seven days a week. Okay, yeah. Uh, <laughs> so we often self-sabotage. How can we stop doing that and overcome our limiting beliefs? Yeah. 
I mean, daily mindset work and it's not being afraid because a lot of people are afraid of their own thoughts and hence why we're distracting ourselves with our phones and social media and all the rest because, you know, reality shows and things like that. I know I like to zone out sometimes and watch some reality shows. Yeah, me too. Yeah, so I'm just not thinking, you know, but people do that and aren't aware. So my my top tip is to actually first become aware of your thoughts. And if you've had some sort of traumatic experience or something that you're blocking out or whatever, I always highly recommend getting some support through that because if you start becoming aware of your thoughts and you start bringing things up, you may need support through that. But, um, you know, first being aware, you know, of your thoughts, even writing down your limiting beliefs every single day or just for a day and then replacing them with more positive statements. You know, if you you think that you're, you're not worthy or you're not good enough, start writing in your own language, I am worthy and I am good enough to, you know, achieve what I want to achieve or um, gain the success that I want or whatever goal that you actually want. But definitely just starting to rewrite the story in your own mind. Yeah. Yeah. That's really good. Um, What advice would you give people? Because I've had a few people message me and they're saying they feel that they're destined for more. Like they don't, they can't put their finger on it, but they just feel like they need a change or they're destined for a change, but they don't know what it is. What advice would you give if they're in that situation? Yeah. So a lot of the time we look externally for those answers we want someone to tell us this is what you're going to do this is what you're destined to do or you know we're looking outside but as much as it's a crappy answer it's the only answer (laughs) that I can give but it's looking internally and figuring out what it is that you really love to do and I mean I, I say this and I used to turn my nose up at people that used to say this to me um you know years ago I'm just like oh but you know how like how do you know and blah 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 but as time goes on and you start to learn and trust your own sort of intuition or your own calling, you, if you start to meditate and actually turn inwards more like daily, you'll actually really train yourself to listen and hear what it is that's on your heart as woo woo as that is, but it's the truth we all have the answers within. We've just got to actually, you know, take the time daily to sit and listen um, a little bit more closely. Like it does take practice. It's not going to happen overnight. Um, and everyone knows what's what it is they love to do. There's a few different things um, I teach in one of my modules where you figure out what you're, you know, you're passionate about, what you're good at, you know, and you sort of work out what your purpose is by, you know, putting all these things together and writing down, you know, what you can get paid for, what the world needs, what, what you're really truly passionate about and what lights you up. Um, but it may take you doing a, quite a few things to realise what it actually is that you want to do. Like I did social media and I'm doing, still got one client for social media managing, but I worked out quite quickly. I don't want to do that. <laughs> it takes up all of my time and effort and it's not something that lights me up at all. So, you know, it's just going through and navigating your way through and figuring out what it is that you actually love to do. Yeah. I've, I've like looked and asked people like, Oh, what do you think? What do you think for me? How can I do it? And it just doesn't work. You're not going to find it from other people. I mean, there might be intuitive people that 
you know, or intuitive coaches that really say, hey, and, and help you see in a different perspective. I think that's really good to give you guidance. Like, oh, look, you know, you really love to help people, you know, or help the elderly, or you really love animals. Why don't you work with animals? You know, things like that can really help to open up your mind to the possibilities of what you can actually go out and achieve. Yeah, definitely. Hmm. Um, so I found your Instagram about, cause I was looking for manifestation and all those kind okay. of pages. Yes. So for those who are new to manifesting, how can they start? Yeah. So I mean, manifestation, if you've ever watched the law of attraction or, or the secret, I should say, I think there's a law of attraction movie as well. That gives you a really good insight into manifesting and it all comes down to your mindset but with manifesting you can do it specifically but start off small because it's really about believing in magic or believing in things that aren't um you know you're not able to see in with a naked eye sort of thing but it's about working on your mindset and focusing on say i like to tell people to focus on something small like manifesting $50 um, or, you know, it could be seeing an omen like a, a butterfly, like my omen is a butterfly or some sort of something that's not going to be in your view normally, if you get what I mean. So okay, when you yeah. put that out into the universe, you say, okay, please, you know, it's to, to, it's to actually help you build the belief and then you work up from there. So say if you want to manifest $50 within the next 24 hours and you focus on that, you meditate, you visualize it, but you visualize you receiving that as if, you know, you've just received it out of the blue. And then you focus on the feelings of what you're going to feel when you actually receive that. Like, wow, you know, how amazing is this? I just received this $50 out of the blue. And you, you then let it go. Um, so there's a couple of different techniques. There's one where you can, I, I've actually done a post about it with the um, carousel where you can focus on the pain or where you are right now, then turn off, like you vision that on a, on a plasma screen, then you turn that off, then you turn it back on and then you envision what you want to manifest in full bright color, use all your five senses and really focus on, you know, what you're going to feel when you, your manifestation comes to um, fruition, what you're going to um, smell, what you're going to see, you know, can you taste the victory and things like that. It's really about involving all five senses, not just like seeing it in your mind. And then also just letting it go to the universe. So that's one thing that a lot of people struggle with. It's like, yeah. It's nearly been 24 hours. Where's my manifestation? Where is this $50? Like, um, so that, so letting go, but also not focusing on the how because the universe likes to do it in any which way that it does. So letting it go and actually knowing that the universe will deliver, you know, it could be $50 just turning up into your bank account. And I've literally had that happen where it's been in a hidden bank account and I've gone into the bank and they've asked me if I wanted the money out of there. And I said, what do you mean? Oh, and, my gosh. But I swear I can tell you right now, it was $100. Um, and they said it's just in a hidden account that it's been dormant for, for years. I'll just go get it signed off for you. I'm like, I'm not going to say anything, but okay. That's but crazy. That's one, but that's literally how it works, you know, and you've got to be open to any possibility of, 
of receiving it in any which way um, and then not hanging on to the outcome and, and how it's going to come. So yeah, it's, it's crazy what, what actually does happen. And once you start believing and seeing these things happen, then you can start building it up and saying, okay, I'm going to go $500 within the week. <laughs> you know, but it's just about working on it every single day. But I absolutely love manifestation because it's basically magic. <laughs> yeah. I love hearing people's stories about it because they're just so different and they're shocking as well. Yeah. 100%. And the universe, because the, the more you actually put trust into the universe, because the universe, it's not about putting your manifestation out there and just sitting back and waiting for it to happen either. That's one big tip that I also recommend is opening yourself to the opportunities, but then making sure that you start taking the steps or the aligned committed action towards that $50. So say for instance, you go, I want to manifest $50, <clears throat> you know, let it go, visualize it, manifest it, but also take the steps. So if you've got a business, okay, I'm going to put out an offer for, you know, $50 for a, for a one-on-one -on -one session with me or something along those lines, you know, start to then, do the work or make a call or do whatever it is. Cause the universe will see that you're doing the work, but then it'll start to bring it to you. If you, they see that you're just sitting back and waiting for it, then it won't happen. Can you manifest multiple things at once? Or would you just say pick one thing and just keep it at that for to time? Start off, to start off with, I would, I would focus on the one because I think, think <clears throat> with anything, you've got to build up your, um, you know, build up your belief, but build up, you know, the, the way you manifest. So when you, I think within the things that I've actually read and what I've learned about manifestation is the more you do it, the more practice you, you do, the more, and the easier it becomes basically. So once you get it nailed, you know, cause I think there's different types of manifestors as well. So I know for me, it's been quite hard because I'm, I'm quite, I've been quite skeptical, you know, and, you know, if you're not consistent with working on your mindset, it's a lot harder to come to you. So um, I would recommend just doing one thing to start off with. And then as you get better at it, then start to try and manifest more things at once. So do you incorporate all your mindset practices in the morning or how do you find the time to put it in your day every day? Yeah, I, I get up early like today. So the thing with mindset work and, and having a morning routine is, you know, you've got to not be frustrated if you can't get it done. You know, I've got a toddler, so I try and get up 4.35 depending. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's me. I've always been a morning person, but also being this far along with the pregnancy, I am a lot more tired. So um, I'm not doing it as much, but it's, making time like like I said try and get up five to ten to fifteen minutes earlier than you normally would just to fit in a little bit you know and then gradually work your way up but I also say if you're not a morning person then incorporate it later but it's so good to do it in the morning so it sets yourself up for the day sets your you know um, day up and you can actually plan your day ahead because a lot of the time we're walking around unconsciously doing all these things unconsciously and we allow our day to control us and all these things happen and we blame everything else like the traffic and things like that when really we're in control of everything that happens in our day if we allow it to or if, if we choose to. 
So what's your morning routine? Because I'm really interested in that now. (laughs) So normally, so I've, I've actually got my pile of things here. This is not for everyone. And this is because I, you know, obviously teach it but I've got all my things here. (laughs) So I meditate and I've actually just started because I go through all different things. I go through phases with meditation. I like to do guided and Joe Dispenza's got some really good ones. He's got like his two hour one, which I don't do that. I might do 30 minutes depending on how much time I've got. Yeah. His meditation where, you know, he, he talks you through it, but it's, it's really, really good. He actually teaches workshops and things, but um, I do that. And then I'll probably pull a card. So an Oracle card just for guidance throughout the day. If you're into like um, angel cards or that sort of thing, then I I've got the five minute journal, which is a, it's a really good uh, book to help you express gratitude. It's a really Um, great practice to try and incorporate especially if you're you know with your mindset if you're feeling quite crappy throughout the day you've just got to start thinking about three things that you're grateful for throughout your day and really feel into these things you know it's not just about saying oh yeah I'm grateful for this and blah 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 but you've actually got to feel into that feeling of gratitude for these things because it'll start to bring more of those things into your life so this is really good it actually gives you three prompts for what you're grateful for, um, what would make today great, and then some daily affirmations. And then it's got a nighttime routine as well, which is which is really cool. And you can actually say what three amazing things happened today and, you know, how could I have made today better? But I really love that. That's a five-minute journal. So did you buy that online or? Yeah. Yeah. So that one, I actually, it's funny because I actually did this before I had River and I did maybe six months of it and then I stopped for ages. And then I was like, I saw someone else have it. I was like, oh my God, I've got to find that book. And I restarted it again a couple of months ago. Um, But yeah, it's online. It's the five, but you've got to spell five, five, F-I-V-E, five-year journal. And then I've just started writing so i believe in affirmations but i believe in writing them in your own you know language so that you're not just saying an affirmation and then you know throwing it to the curb sort of thing you've got to write down your goals like you know we are and in present tense so like we are living in our dream hamptons house by the by the beach and then with each i don't get to do these all the time but when you say these statements, they, you close your eyes and then you visualize that as if you're already in it. You know, you visualize walking through the house, how you feel, what you're seeing, what you're smelling and that sort of thing. And that's the whole key with visualization is actually believing it as it's already true in here right now, because your subconscious mind doesn't know the difference between what's real and what's not. And yeah, that's how manifestation works. And yeah, just a whole heap of different statements that, and basically my goals that I want to achieve, but writing them in the present tense so that, you know, your mind starts to believe that and you can start visualizing. And then I've got a journal and then I've got my, um, like just my planner, but it's a moon moon diary but this i like to sometimes just plan out my day with hours but it never goes to plan so i don't know why i do that yeah i tried the whole hour by hour thing and i struggled it stressed me out too much yeah and it's too hard i like to go with the flow too so i do write a list of what i need to get done but i also it doesn't 
frustrate me if I don't get it done. Like I get things done that I need to most of the time, not as much now because I've got a baby and, and that, and I do have a lot to do, but I try and detach from, you know, having to get things done. Cause I'm hustle is not in my vocabulary. At all. <laughs> it can't be, <laughs> but How yeah, that's basically it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, sorry. How are you balancing being a mum and running your own business? There's no such thing as balance. <laughs> My, the, the, the worst thing is um, he's in daycare two days a week, but it's a family daycare, so he's off at the moment. So I've just got to work around that. He's asleep at the moment, which it's good because he's got day naps so I can work in those times. Other than that, it's just finding the time. And my genius time or zone is before lunch um so it becomes a little bit hard when he's here and you want to be present as well when when you've got them when you've got your kids around because you know this is the whole reason why i'm working from home from home is to actually spend more time with him and have that time at home so i don't have to go to work and that sort of thing so it's it's a catch-22 and some some days i get really frustrated because i'm like oh i just need to get all this done and then i remember that you know i've just got to go with the flow as much as possible so there's no right answer to finding balance with working from home being a mum and I don't even know what I'm going to do when I have the new baby. <laughs> so <laughs> just trying to do it all now and then whatever, see what happens after. <laughs> uh, on your Instagram, you've also spoke about a lot of social media tips and advice on there. So what yeah. tips do you have for growing a community on social media? Yeah. So, I mean, I, I was doing Instagram coaching before, so I've got lots and I love teaching people about Instagram and, and how to show up because it's basically just, you know, being consistent. It's the same with mindset, actually being consistent with at first having a sort of plan. So you're, you've got an intention firstly, because you don't want to just start posting anything and everything and hoping something sticks. Um, show up, daily if you can if that's obviously not on your feed i don't recommend posting every day i post three times a week but then i get on my stories mostly daily um adding value as much as possible so that goes back to knowing who your ideal client is so if you're trying to run a business or if you're just an influencer or if you're just on instagram know what your audience wants to see and hear and and take from you because most people are quite selfish. They're going to come to you for either entertainment. They're going to come to you for value and bettering their lives through whatever it is that you do. And, um, you know, and, and also your story, you know, sharing a little bit about your story in hopes that that will help them as well. So adding lots of value um, and engagement. Engagement's huge. You've really got to interact with your audience and be genuine about it. Like no bots, no like... Um, generic comments or, or um, messages, making sure that you actually go back and you read, you read their posts and you add value on their post or you reply a really genuine comment to their story because this shows that you're a genuine, authentic person and they'll start, it's ba basically about putting your account in front of people uh, and them and not wanting anything in return, if you get what I mean. So people will start to see that you're just there to be a nice 
human and they'll want to check you out. And if you're, what you do is for them, then they're going to connect with you and that sort of thing. It takes time, but you know, there is a, a strategy that you can follow. Um, but it's really just about being a human. Yeah. So if you're trying to build a personal brand, would you say do the same things or do a few things differently? I mean, no, genuinely like engaging all the same sort of thing, add value by obviously if you're doing a personal brand, you know, add value by if you're, you know, promoting certain products and stuff like that. So just really try and take the focus off yourself, even though the brand is all about you, you know, you can still write a story on a, on a post, um, you know, and not make it so self-centered, but then other uh, some influencers do it really, really well um, by, you know, adding, still adding value, putting, you know, a good picture of themselves, but then promoting a product or, or whatnot. So is that what you mean with influencers or? Yeah. Or if you're even starting, you're trying to build a business, but it's about more, you're the face of the business as well. Yeah. It's, it's all about, because if it's a business, what is the business about? Who is your ideal client? So who are your clients that you really want to attract? And then really getting inside their mind and figuring out what they actually need and what they want to hear. So for instance, I was using myself as my personal brand for my Instagram, but I was giving tips. So I'd put a picture of myself, but giving tips away for Instagram, um, you know, how to build, how to engage, you know, all those, all those sorts of things. So you can still use yourself as a brand and still add value. Um, and if you don't have anything just yet, you know, you can always do a quote or a story or, you know, a lot of people love to read people's story, um, you know, and things like that. So whatever is going to benefit them in the long run. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so what advice would you have for building your client base or building a client base for a new business? Yeah. I mean, I love Instagram. Um, I've also got a Facebook community that I used to have one for the Instagram and I had, oh, I think it was over a hundred people in there. I can't even remember now, but I closed that down because I'm focusing more on the mindset. So I started a new one and I've got about 40 of oh, nearly 50 people in there. And I think Facebook communities are great because you can invite people in there and add more value there. And then it's more of a community where they actually want what you offer. Um, so that's one thing you can also get their email address and start email marketing. I'm not huge on email marketing because it's just another thing because I'm, I'm doing it all on my own. I'm just like, that can wait until further down the track. <laughs> um, but yeah, I would just, it just goes back to adding value and, you know, keeping in mind the people that have been there from the beginning, because obviously if you've got 50 followers, they're there following you from the very beginning. So make sure you nurture those people and add value as much as you possibly can to them and their accounts as well, because they're the ones that'll tell people about you or come back and buy your stuff because they've been there and followed you from the beginning. So at the end of each episode, I have two questions and it's what inspired you this week? And then what piece of inspiration can you give our listeners to take away? So that can be like a quote, a book, a piece of advice. Yeah. So what inspired you this week? Um, my inspiration is, <laughs> I guess, oh, that was one of the questions. Let me, so, I mean, inspiration I've had to find 
within myself. I like to listen to podcasts, listen to, you know, um, audible and all that all the time. So that inspires me a lot, but seeing, I guess, people out there doing their thing, you know, other mums as well. Um, but also because I'm on a time limit and I have to inspire myself <laughs> a lot of the time, just get done what I need to get done. So it's not really a one answer um, sort of thing there. Sorry. No, that's fine. I'm the same. And yeah. would you, do you have anything that you could give our listeners? So it's like a book that inspired you or a certain podcast episode or anything like that. Yeah. So there's so many, I love, like I get really pumped up and motivated from podcasts and all that. There's so many, I love quotes. Um, but I really love, uh, what is it? There's, I always get confused actually, but it is mind your business podcast with James Wedmore. He's really good because he's quite spiritual as well as, you know, business oriented. And he gets a lot of people on there and he gives a lot of advice himself for, you know, how to build a business without the hustle. And he's, he's really good. So I highly recommend his podcast. I haven't heard of him. So I have to look at that one. Yeah, no, it's amazing. He's got so many, I think he's done over 300 or something. Um, yeah, I would get on there and start listening. <laughs> and then before we go, did you want to tell everyone your Instagram where they can find you and all that information? Yes. So my Instagram is melissa.hartshorn. So Melissa with two S's and Hartshorn is H-A-R-T-S-H-O-R-N. And yeah, I'm, I hang out on Instagram mostly. I've got a Facebook community, but the link is in my Instagram anyway. And I'm actually running a free three-day challenge next week, which is Master Your Mindset. So if you are interested in that, come and join me there. So thank you so much for coming in the show. I hope you all enjoyed this episode or something different. And yeah, thank you so much. Thank you so much. All right. Bye guys.